On one hand, it's a good thing it's Friday. Yes. AJ and McCall at VFX. On the other hand, McCall's start to the day, not great, but I feel like the first fact trumps the latter because even, you know, it, it'd be one thing if you were like in and out of your house and just completely discombobulated. Right, it was like right. Monday. It's like, all right, this week is going to be completely behind. Right. But it's Friday. Yeah. So I feel like that trumps the fact, but we got to talk about the fact that apparently you, you're you in and out more than a game yeah. of Duck, Duck, Goose or Hokey Pokey or whatever you want to pick. Yeah. So this morning I got up and I got all ready and I, I woke up kind of late, which always throws me off. So Doesn't help. I get up, I grab my stuff and then I head out the door and then as I'm in my car, I'm like, oh crap. I need to grab my water bottle because I left my water bottle inside. Gotta stay hydrated. Yes. Hydration is a very important part of my life. So anyway, I go back inside. I grab my water bottle. I walk back outside. I get in my car. I put it in reverse. I start backing out of my driveway and I realize, oh crap, I've still got like some material that Dustin needs um, in my car that I need to put back in the house because he needs it so I put my car back and drive and then I go back up to the front of my driveway and I park it and I take it inside and I close the door and when I close the door get in my car start backing out realize oh crap I set my phone back inside because my phone had the flashlight on it so I could see where I was going because it was still kind of dark you know so then I was like freak so then I had to Put my car back in drive, pull it all the way back up to my driveway, put it in park. I rolled down my window because I was like, in this in this situation this morning, I don't know if I'm going to lock myself out of my it's car. Good call. I have no idea. Right so I, I rolled my window all the way <laughs> down bad. and I went back in the house. I grabbed my phone. I looked over. My dahlia plant had fallen over because the wind had knocked it over last night. So then I went over and I lifted it back up and... It was a mess. Like, I was just, wow. Again, not a great sign. Not a good start today. But the fact that it's Friday, I think Trump saw because you just, you just got to power through. Yeah. If it was Monday, this might be a sign that you were like, ah, crap. Nah. going to be behind the whole week. I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> it could be. Could be. You can always change things. I, I wish you well on that endeavor. I just, I don't know what my deal was. First thing this morning, I was like... Very expensive. Oh, okay. Very expensive morning. Backing out the driveway, pulling back in. Backing out the driveway, pulling back in. Backing yeah. out the driveway, pulling back in. Because Ms. McCall it was has like informed a... me before. My driveway is hella long. It's just, it's just like, it's not like super duper long, but it's definitely a long one. Let's see. <laughs> Clarification. It's, it's not it's like medium long. It's not medium like long. it goes an acre back or anything. Okay, but like <sighs> maybe two thirds of an acre. She's she's a little long one. So I was like, okay. crap. Well, while we're on the subject of uh, you know how this day is going, and not off to the greatest of start, oh. uh, I've noticed that maybe you got a new thing that uh, I would classify as a nervous tick. Maybe what? Yeah. What? Yeah. There was a post up on our Facebook page uh, earlier this week. That said, doesn't everybody do this? Mm-hmm. And it was a picture of a remote control for a television. Right. And it showed an arrow because you trace it with your fingers. Right. You just go around. And, to which uh-huh. my response was, 
Yeah, doesn't everybody do everybody that? Everybody does. AJ and McCall at VFX. Like I, I think so. When I'm watching TV late at night, it's what I do. You make try and make it a pattern so you can go smoothly all the way up with no going backs all the way through, right? Sure. But I was like, okay, maybe it's a nervous tick. Maybe. But I, I've got to tell you, McCall, I think it says a lot that I feel like I've noticed one for you, especially you know, in an age where <laughs> most people, I think instead of nervous ticks, just get on their phone. This makes me really anxious. Okay. I feel like you've been doing this. I have been. So I like put, I put I, I don't know how fingers to, together. Yeah, it's like bopping the fingers together. That's exactly what it is. So it's like I like stretch my hands out. Imagine like Paula Abdul clap. You know, like she does this thing. Only uh, like I think we have different versions of claps. There's the Pelosi. There's the Pelosi. Kidman. Right, right. No, so we're looking at we're looking at the like the Paula Abdul clap with your fingers spread apart. Yeah. Only just the tips of the fingers, yeah. and I just like bounce it. I feel like I told Dustin about this the other day, so it makes me. It's it's like weird that you noticed it kind of, but I told him, I feel like it helps me if I'm reading something, if I have to read script or I have to read, like, I feel like I it just honest. takes my brain off of As I act this out, it. I feel like it would make you look kind of pompous. Well, I'm not reading, reading to somebody, like, oh, hello, I'd love to address the audience. My name, my name is Thema Call Taylor. I would forth. like to... Uh, no, that's just when I have to like if I if I'm reading the news, I have to bounce my fingers together because I just can't focus. You process information through your fingers. So I don't understand it. it. I don't know. I don't know. Just something I thought I'd point out, especially Thank you you for know, doing that in my anxiousness. Well, I appreciate it. With the morning that. you had, uh. I feel like you can kind of put connect a dot here and there and maybe I don't know. You should do more of your panic room yoga or something. I do that, or I'll like bounce. I bounce my leg too. Yeah, I, I, I bounce my day. leg a ton all day. So I, f- I feel like it just kind of detracts from my, like the thinking process. I feel like it's just a space filler. Yeah, my body's like, all right. <laughs> it's like my body has a glitch in the system yeah, or something. Gonna, so it's like, look, we can accomplish move. more things. Bounce leg, bounce ha, leg, ha, bounce ha, leg. Go go go! <laughs> no, if you do no, this, we can we it. can accomplish more. I'm with more. that one for sure. If I'm not thinking about it, it's like. You remember when I used to have Silly Putty? I used to have Silly yes. Putty here. Yes. And, and Those are great days. I would, yeah, it was. Everyone played It was a dollar. It. it was great. Uh, but when I used to have Silly Putty, I would do the same thing because it just, well, it's it also was mindless. Silly putty, right, but it was mindless. Yeah. And so I felt like I could focus oh, more. Silly Putty was a good time. So it's like again. fidget spinners for Let's me. I used in. to have them, but they make way too much noise. Yeah, we just celebrated our uh, three-year work yeah, anniversary at the beginning of the month, and no one got us anything. Let's put it. Let's put a couple things in the budget. Hey, like, all right, three years like, together is worth something. I would like a two-dollar packet of silly putty. That's all I want. Yeah, I don't feel like you're asking for a whole. That's lot. it. Okay, it makes my brain do more brain thinking things. Thank you. Because we're we're definitely not gonna, you know, go to a garage sale looking for silly putty. No, no, I don't want used silly no, putty. Kind of nasties in there. I don't want to know. But on top of that, I bet you didn't know if you're going to garage sales, which I wasn't totally convinced that they're still existing anymore. <laughs> there's one thing you should oh, okay. absolutely keep your eye out, according to the McCall Taylor, because it could be there and you would not be happy with that purchase. <laughs> I am not wrong. Earn concern. Earn concern. And the debated eight recap. Beezer Lock and Key debated eight on VFX with AJ and McCall. Now, now help me out, McCall. Okay. When I was a kid, I remember that like weekends during the summer, garage sailing was a thing. Yeah. My parents sat down 
They kind of mapped out because it used to be in the newspaper. Right. They saw some and they'd mark some out. It was it was a thing. You had to get up early on Saturday because you had right. You had to get there before somebody else took the stuff that you right. wanted. All that good stuff. And then you made a day out of it. We're gonna go here, 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 and bam, 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 bam. Now I definitely don't think that's the case anymore. But are like garage sales really a thing? Like like if you're getting rid of a bunch of stuff, I totally understand the appeal. But with like Facebook marketplaces, and I know here where you got the KSL ads and all that stuff. Isn't that the way that people go nowadays? I think for the most part, um, I don't know how long it's been since I've ever been to an actual garage sale, to be completely honest with you. I have seen a sign even for one. So I saw one the other day that was in like, I want to say it was in like River Heights. Okay. And we were over there and we were working on a house. I was helping Dustin with some stuff over there and we drove by and it was Packed. Okay, I mean packed, packed. That raises an issue question because a friend of mine just had one. They were just right. trying to clean up their house, right. make some extra cash, and in the age of pandemic, bad idea, right? Like I would think so. I mean, it's not like you're going to be having people in like super far distances. What are you going to do? Set it up in your backyard and like, okay, <laughs> so here's zone one. Here's, you can only have here. three people here. Here. Right. I, I just, I don't know Here. how to, how to be able to like navigate that. I just prefer to throw it up on Facebook yard sale pages. Really? Leo, uh, what do you think about this garage sale thing? Even now, good idea, bad idea with the pandemic. That's a, a rough one. You know, is it crazy of him to have a garage sale or crazy of other people to show up for it? Yeah. See, that's what I'm thinking. Because, because he knows what's going on in his house. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on in their houses, but you can pretty much maintain social distancing at a garage sale. Right. So However, my- you are exchanging money, which does carry nasty some risk as It well. carries all of the things. It's, it's gross. So my follow-up question, oh. Leah, would be garage sale this weekend. Would you go? No, no, I, I'm, I'm going camping, man. <laughs> Get away from all the coronavirus <laughs> up the canyon. The exact opposite. <laughs> I'm just going to leave all the people behind. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's there's no no cell signal up there, but I can get VFX. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that's what matters most when you're social distancing. Right. I, I, the same way. I, I, I cannot think off the top of my head a sign I've seen since I've lived here in Utah. It's been over three years. But I think I'd roll that way. I think most, most I just flip through the Facebook marketplaces yep. or the KSL ads. Yep. Need be, I'd be like, McCall, can you check the specific community marketplace to see if there's any of these things? Right. Though, make no mistake about it, I absolutely would not go on and say, hey, I'm looking for a deep freezer, but I'm only going to pay this much. Is that a case? Or I need it for free. Yep. And they get mad when people tell me that's not how you can't it, just capitalism have it works. For free. Yeah. I'm definitely but not going to do that. You can have it for free, but it probably doesn't work. I just I was kind of amazed, and it, it it took a second to dawn on me because garage sales not a foreign concept to me. They're like we're having a garage sale. I was like okay, and then I went, wait, wait a, a second. second, why now? And invite strangers. Why over now? To your home and take money for it. unless you downloaded like the Square app or right. something. You swipe some cards or Venmo. That's fine. Venmo's yeah, also you know, there is that, but right. I I would imagine most people still you know taking cash. I remember my mom once upon a time we had one one. Yard sale, garage sale, whatever. I don't know the difference. Don't care. Doesn't matter. Same thing. Whatever. Potato, potato. Sell my crap. You take it. Lovely. <laughs> I mean, that is the basic concept. But maybe it's the fact that you only had one yard sale growing up that you have such a concern about what is in that garage sale. Because 
the conversation continued when we talked about, okay, well, what wouldn't you buy in a garage sale? Right. And McCall gave us a very stern warning about what we need to avoid, and that is? Look, like, I'm not going to buy anything that looks like it could possibly have been an urn. So in McCall's reality. Or a box of ashes. No. It is very distinctly possible that you could go to a garage sale and someone decided the urn had been around enough, dumped it out, maybe cleaned it, and then said, two bucks. I'm just. Two bucks. Yo, I'm just saying there's a lot of people that do crazy things. So it's not anything that I've ever, like, witnessed, but we've done. you just think it happens. We've done plenty of Florida's. Flor- Floridas or not, Florida or nots. Floridians or not. Floridians or nots. We'll just put S's everywhere. Um, to know that people do weird stuff. Floridi- Florida's or nots. Floridas or nots. I don't know where to put the S, so it's going on Can't all argue. of it. It's all Done. plural, so there's no argument that we got it Done. wrong. Done. AJ's and McCall's. <laughs> Floridas or nots. That's what I got. <laughs> so if you're out garage sailing, because now summertime, that's when to do it. Watch out, because you need to have urn concern. Stop it. Like, level of concern for the urn. <laughs> we could send you to the weekend with Johnny O. Spud Nuts. We've got a gift mm. card if we catch a criminal for, from Florida Yeah, with AJ McCall on VFX. It's Florida, not three headlines. Please, McCall. Okay, we got headline number one about a guy driving his moped into a crime scene and then running directly into a cop. <laughs> I'm here to help. Oops, I'm sorry. What? I don't know how to use this. What do you need, officers? It's funny because when I read this, I was like, <laughs> a mopped? What is that? It's a moped. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was there cleaning up the scene. And he was like, <laughs> he All did right, a great so job. Here's what I think happened. He did it. If you guys are just taking ideas, here's my theory. Yo, he did a, uh, a fantastic job, <laughs> if you will. We got that story. Ooh. We got story number two. Guy with a machete face tattoo got arrested for a machete attack. What? What? There's no way anybody would expect that It's guy. like... What? It's like he liked those. Uh. And then we got story number three. Some guy got arrested for a DUI after drinking two bottles of wine and riding his Segway onto the wrong side of the road. We got a moped. We got a machete. We got a Segway. This is like a typical Friday Florida or not. <laughs> Story one and three are pretty related. (laughs) (laughs) AJ McCall on VFX. We have a Floridian descendant. Yeah. Leah played earlier this week, did not win, but we found out her mom's from Florida. But we also talked to, I think, Leah at some point about garage sales. So she's a perfect one to follow up. Do you think this urn concern that McCall has, that you could potentially buy a used urn at a garage sale, is legit? At one point, I would have said no, Uh-oh. and I don't think it's as likely in our area. Okay, but yeah, it's a potential. Oh, no. I told you, no, man. This conspiracy theories growing legs. I'm, I'm telling you, it's dangerous. <laughs> Leah says she has earned concern as well. Earned concern is real. <laughs> All right, let's hear the full stories, Leah. See if we catch a criminal from Florida. Sounds good. Perfect. So we got story number one, which involves a 19-year-old who. Rode his moped through the scene of a crime. 
Now, he it happened to be a scene of a shooting, and he struck an officer with his moped. Well, he was just, he got a brain blast and was like, I know who did it, and he was just not paying attention. I don't understand what's happening. They saw this guy speeding towards the scene on a moped at 10.30 in the p.m. The man was later identified, sped through the crime scene, tape around the area before running into an officer and fleeing the scene. The hospital who was struck by the moped was treated with non-life-threatening injuries Thank at a local goodness. hospital. He was arrested on charges of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. Apparently, mopeds are now classified as dangerous That's weapons. Not how I would normally go about it, because, you know, like, mopeds are <laughs> kind of stupid, but, you know, whatever. Hey, they get, like, 99 miles to the gallon. Yeah, that's about, that's about all they're They worth. got... Uh, also received assault and battery on a police officer, leaving the scene of an accident, resulting in personal injury, reckless driving, interfering with police officer, driving without a license, and resisting arrest. Whew, that was a lot. He just realized that he was needed <laughs> elsewhere to solve a crime. Yeah, right? I gotta go. I gotta go. So... There's story one. Then we got story number two. Some guy who had the word machete tattooed under his left eye was arrested this weekend after he attacked a guy with a machete. It's like he should have seen that coming. Yo, his name is oh. his his name is uh, Justin Couch. Why did he change his last name to Machete yet? I don't know. It's a machete and the word machete underneath his left eye. I. Mm, I have seen many a bad tattoo. This one is it's definitely bad. one of the tippy top on this list. I mean, Justin it, Bieber's tiger tattoo is not great. This one is worse than that. <laughs> well, he needs to legally change his name to Justin Machete or Machete Couch because that machete would be super couch. confusing. Or he should just stay home on the couch. There, that would that would help yes. us all. Yes. They say yeah. Justin whipped out his machete and swung the flat side at the guy's head. And then the guy cool. put his hands up to block it so the blade hit his arm. So. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's rough. I was going to say, in Taiwan, if it was a meat cleaver, it's a form of massage, so yeah. you're not that far off. Right, or a form of, you know, going to the hospital. Yeah, so there's, and whatnot. there's story number two, and then we got story number three. Some guy drank two bottles of wine, hopped onto a Segway, and drove it into oncoming traffic. I mean, sounds like a typical Friday in Florida or not, right? Don't drink in Segway. Don't drink in Segway. He then, quote, made multiple spontaneous statements about being an alcoholic to the police when they pulled him over. They were like, dude, no We dog. get it. We get it. We, what? We, we didn't need help sorting that one out. We figured Segway <laughs> wrong way meant drunk. Anyway, his blood alcohol level was about three times the legal limit. He got arrested for going 35 miles an hour. There you go. Maybe they should attach those to the rented segues. You got to do the breathalyzer test, which, by the way, uh, I'm going to hate that I say this because there's no context. So I'll come back to it. I've had to take before. Ah, hmm, great. Segway breathalyzer tests. Well, not that. Oh, just a, jet, oh, a breathalyzer. Oh. oh, great. There you go. Oh, I've, got- had to do, I've, I've had to do a breathalyzer before for work. So. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. You see, yeah, we weren't yeah. criminals, Leah and I. We've just, we know what it's like. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. We're, we have yeah. a good worldview. Oh, okay, great. Cool. Uh, there you <laughs> go. Three crazy stories. So that being said, Leah, now we're going to figure out which criminal's from Florida. And I don't know about you, but I like I like Machete Couch. I, I do, too, okay. actually. It's pretty obvious, yeah. McCall. I mean, he might as well get uh, under his other eye, Florida tattooed under it. Because we totally know it's story number two. It is. It is story number two. Congratulations, Leah. We got some delicious Johnny O Spud Nuts for you. Hang on the line for just a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Sounds good. Man, it was sure nice of that guy to come with a warning. Warning. Machete. Mm. I wonder. I wonder if this guy has a machete. Nah, I don't think so. I don't think he'd get a tattooed if he didn't have one. All right, so real quick, the breathalyzer story. So a buddy of mine... 
in, well, two actually in college did get DUIs. Not me, but they got this. One of them got no, no, no in cars. Oh, but it, they got the setup where you have to to drive your vehicle. Right, you have to. Right, you got to do the little breathalyzer thing. And one time, I may or may not have started the car for him, so I had to. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That is awful. Though, let the record show, a parent of the group got us a little tiny one, a little tiny breathalyzer, uh-huh. so you could test your skills. Don't ever do that. Because that's what, not, it, what no. ends up happening- No, that's not exactly a good idea. What happened is now it becomes a contest to see who can get the best number. It's like Don't it's like it. the speed limit, speed trap signs that are like, here, slow down. And the then they have the things posted next to challenge. them that's like, high score, idea. 58. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous, and we just, are not saying do you it. should do this. No, never, ever. never do any. Don't alcohol's bad. Don't alcohol even ever have bad. any. AJ McCall on VFX. Okay, so we don't talk about moped. They don't like come up a lot on the show right, on VFX. Right. You and know I, what? One of my favorite songs is is the moped song from Macklemore. Well, yeah, everybody. Downtown, yeah. downtown is eight hundred dollars is a hell of a deal. Yeah, had a downtown <laughs> cruising through the LA tiptoeing in the streets like. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, McCallamore. <laughs> so, it's my new name, and I'll take it. I, I think all of our thoughts on mopeds are crystal clear, right? Sure. Now, I'm pretty sure, McCall, at least I think so, our thoughts on mopeds are pretty cl- crystal clear, right? AJ and McCall on VFX. I always wanted one. I told my mom at the time I was like, I don't know, maybe nine years old. I was like, dude. Look at this. This moped gets 99 miles to the gallon. And my mom was like, I don't know why you're concerned with that. You're nine. But I told her that I wanted one. Like, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And she's like, you can't have one until you turn 16. And I was like, okay. And then I didn't buy one. But I wanted one. Well, well that's oh, that's bad. when they're cool. Up until you can have the ability to drive a car, mopeds are cool. And then you can have a car. And you're like, no, 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 car. I wouldn't be caught dead on a moped if I can have a car. Dude, I still. Eh, kind of. I think mopeds would be really cool. I also think like maybe a four wheeler would be cooler. A four wheeler would be it, cooler, like, you know, in the mountains, Look, and I can like off road and stuff with, with call, it. If you roll up next to me on a moped, I'd be like, if you're over the age of sixteen, you roll up next to me on a moped, suspended license. That's immediately my thought, and I don't <laughs> think I'm wrong. You roll up next to me on a four wheeler, like, all right, this person's pretty cool. All right, cool. These guys like go off riding. So, story time. I have thought that mopeds were super, super cool since I was, like, young. I always wanted one, and then I worked at the bank in Vernal. And as I was working at the bank in Vernal, there was one guy, one specific guy. His name was Jason. He would come in every day because he had to do a deposit for a big thing. And he'd come in, and he would tell me about... Like how much easier my life was because I worked at the bank and I didn't have kids. And so I didn't know how hard it was for him to be able to afford things. And th- the company he was working for really didn't pay him that well. And so he would just like complain every A single day. A lot of day. those things are his and I, that's exactly That's exactly what I said. I was like, you know what? If you're not happy with your life, do something about it. And that's always been like my stance. Okay. If you complain to me about something that can change, I'm going to tell you, stop complaining and freaking do something about it. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, since I was working at the bank, I couldn't tell this guy that. And so every day it was this constant struggle in my brain where I was like, you're not a tree, my dude. You can bounce and do something with your new life. There's a lot of things with breezes. Right, right, right. I'm not saying like bounce away from your family or something. I'm saying (laughs) bounce away from your job that you're miserable at. Make changes. That's, you know, do some little adapting and stuff. And it's like you could see it if there were a graph 
right? Like an XY spectrum graph. Yes. The more he would talk about his life, the more I began to hate mopeds. Because during the summertime, he would brag about how cool his moped was. And so it would go like this. It was like coolness of mopeds, hatred of hatred of mopeds because of this guy or the more I talked to this guy, right? It would go like this. It eventually intersected and then all of a sudden it skyrocketed. <laughs> it did like an exponential increase. The only person that's cool on a moped is Macklemore. Macklemore is the coolest I said, of all cool. If you're, if you're out of your teens, moped, suspended license. My first thought, and I don't think I'm wrong. Dude. But McCall, so cool. now that we're on the subject, maybe just maybe that's a justifiable punishment for our park narkers. Oh, that they have to drive a moped? Yeah, well, because you obviously Look, mopeds you can't are still handle cool. the vehicle. You can't handle the vehicle, so maybe if we start you with something small, you'll have, no, no, you no. have less of a problem gotta, fitting it in the lines. I got a better idea. Moped stickers. So then we can just put moped stickers on, and it'll be like an inside joke. Like, there's a moped sticker on, which means you shouldn't be able to drive because you park like a either. dingus. I'm not against that either. Okay. If everyone did just a little something, McCall... To contribute to the improvement of our community, think of how much impact that would have. It would be incredible. And you could be part of ours because the more votes, the more public shame that's heaped on the park narcs on VFX, the more effective it is. That's right. AJ and McCall at VFX. Because then people worry. What about what about the park narcs? Are they going to come out here and are they going to are they going to tell me <laughs> that I'm doing a bad job? It's been confirmed. People think sometimes when they park badly, they're like, "Should I? Ooh, I don't want to end up a park narcs. You know, you know what? what? Let me fix this real fast. You know what? <laughs> Our nominees this week, nominee number one, I can see the bus better from here because instead of going into the angle of the parking spot, they went straight, which makes sense because then you got to crank your neck and you know, you know how it is when you get older, you just have one of those times you crank it too far and you're like, all right, my neck's broken. Like this is, this is the worst pain in the world. Oh, not great. Yeah. So, you know, who can afford a chiropractor? Totally makes sense. But you park like a jerk. Hence, I could see the bus better from here. (laughs) Nominee number one. Nominee number two, I mean, the cart corral is parked crooked. Now, maybe, McCall, maybe, despite the fact this person like is halfway in the cart corral parking spot, and they should just take the lines out there, by the way. Yeah. I don't know. They should just take them out. So yeah. there's no confusion whatsoever. But he's half parked into but, the parking spot that's the cart corral and yeah. then the spot next to it. But maybe he's one of those people who's very vehement about making sure their cart get back. Yeah. So it's there, takes one out. Come back. There's no reason I can't make it back. Now, if this person didn't put their cart back when they're parked that close, I'm... It's going to be a total, oh, totally different conversation. Oh. Which I still don't understand. Like, I like to shop at Smith's. There, there, I wouldn't say there's an abundance of cart stalls, but there's plenty of them. Right. You really don't have to walk that far. It, it, it infuriates me to no end when I see people that go around and they do not put their carts back. Oh, but it's so stupid. Different, 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 different time. That's different, different story, different day. We're doing day. park narcs. Fine. So, still time to vote which park narker found the worst parking spot in the valley. But that's determined by you. And I would say right now, number one is in a slight lead. But decide for yourself. Both of them can't follow lines. I would say the truck is, to me, my vote doesn't count, more annoying because it's, one, why would you put a risk of someone dinging your truck? But the, the thing is... Somebody commented on the post and they said, you know, nobody's parking in that other spot because it's not like it's a full spot anyway, which is true. But I would also I would also worry that, yes, 
somebody mading my car. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I feel like it's a pretty, I mean, you slash take a bullet and you know what they're going to do. They're going to whine that it was your fault that you dinged their truck, even though they absolutely should not be parked there. 100%. Vote for yourself because the winning narker, the narker, not the parker, gets a gift card from Apple Spice. And keep the nominees coming in. We've had a ton this week. Keep sending them in. That's how you could win an Apple Spice gift card. Utah's VFX, all social media, if you find bad parking. So we're judging parking. Now we judge driving. Or to say we're going to judge driving again because we sort of did a little bit this week because producer Butters got, uh, he did some bird watching. A little bit. Someone was concerned Ooh. about his driving. I may have done some bird flying earlier this morning too. Uh-oh. Apparently it is uh, summertime because I, I think there's been a lot more birds seen in the valley the last week or so. Yeah. AJ and McCall at VFX. One of them uh, may or may not have flown because of me this morning. And I I, I I don't know where it came from. I am not prone to bird flying. Um, usually sarcastic bird flying, sure. But actual bird flying while driving, nah. What happened to make you uh, release this bird into the wild? Bird flew into the wild after I was driving my happy little butt in on Valley View Highway. This is not anything out of the ordinary, okay? I do it, you know, every morning that I do the work thing. As I'm driving in on Valley View Highway, I get over by uh, the Cutler Marsh Marina, and I'm coming around the corner. Now, there have been plenty of accidents that have happened on Cutler Marsh Marina Road because it's just a two, it's a two-lane road, right. you know, and people, people get in accidents because they are, you know, not paying attention or, I don't know, passing somebody around a curve because they think that their life is like way more important than anybody else's. So this morning, as I'm coming around this lovely curve, there is one, one curve, I repeat, one curve after the Cutler Marsh Marina that is on your way eastbound, right? And there is a car. And this car, as I'm getting ready to go around this curve, I'm like, huh, that car looks like it may be passing. And I was like, no, no moron is going to be passing around a curve. They know that there is a line that is two double solid lines and there's a semi and there's a car behind it so it doesn't have time to go around no 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 it did it apparently thought you know what i'm gonna go around these people i'm gonna fly around these people super duper fast i don't have to wait for a thousand feet a thousand yards to be able to pass somebody because there is a passing lane let me inform you there is a passing lane that happens after the Cutler Marsh Marina. Do you think that it's more important to pass before? Uh, I don't know. Apparently so. People are like, oh, well, I'm, gr- I'm running late. I better get three seconds ahead of people. So anyway, they come around this corner. I have to slam on my brakes on Valley View Highway. And without even thinking about it, out flies a bird. And I'm like, wow, that bird literally came out of nowhere. I didn't even know I was capable of having a bird. What? What? And then I felt bad because I was like, oh, I hope the semi driver wasn't like, haha, this lady. But then I, I, I figured as I was driving away, the semi driver probably understood. Well, it makes you feel better. Ashley uh, let a bird out in the wild. My girlfriend what? this week, she never does it either. She doesn't like birds. Hers was for, no, she does not. Hers was for much less warranted reasons. But the reason the bird sparting started is because producer Butters did a little inadvertent bird watching after someone was unhappy with his <sighs> driving. And the video was on our social media. Yep. We, he deemed us. Uh, gave us the responsibility to decide whether we thought he was in uh, in the wrong or not. And right. a lot of people commented, said, no, I don't think so. I think it was unwarranted. That person freaked out. 
Now, judging a stranger's driving is super easy. I'll, yes. I'll save you some time. They're all morons. But what about oh, okay. when it comes to people you actually care about? Yes. <laughs> How harshly do you judge friends, family, yes. loved ones? Yes. Well, that's what we have to figure out, McCall, because, you know, some people can take a roast from a loved one. Some people can't. <sighs> and when you have siblings, it's, a, it's all a contest yes. as well. AJ McCall at VFX. So it's easy to judge strangers parking. Again, I'll save you time. They're morons. And by parking, I mean parking and driving. And driving. But what about when it comes to friends and loved ones? Because McCall and I had to judge producer Butters driving. Videos on our Facebook page. And McCall said, eh. And I was like, eh, I don't think you're at fault. But what about your friends and loved ones outside of who you work oh. with, McCall? How critical are you of their driving? Yes. Yes. How critical am I of all the humans? For the most... Immensely? I don't know. No. For the most part, I love and accept everybody as they are for what they are. Unless you drive like a D-bag, then I will drive because my life is at risk. You ever had someone, friend, family, significant other? I had a girlfriend in college. Mm -hmm. Actually, my Mount Everest of Red Flies. I drove with her once in the past seat and I was like, nope, I will drive us wherever we go because it was... It was up on the brakes and fast yep. and jackknifing between lanes. Like, nope, we ain't doing this again. Yep. I didn't get in this relationship to die this early. Yep. There are a couple of people, a couple of people that are in my uh, close proximity of humans. Dustin is not one of them. Dustin is literally the best driver in the world, and I get anxious when I drive with him because I'm sure he's going to be like, why are you stopping so slow or something along those lines? Because then I drive extra cautiously. Bailey, uh, who who in your friend family group are, are you uh, critical of driving? Does it count if they are practicing for driver's ed? Yes, absolutely. Okay, then I would say my sister. <laughs> See, that's, that's siblings though, right? Because at some oh, yeah. point the conversation comes up, who's the best driver among you? It happens all the time. Yep, it does. Who's mm-hmm. the best driver among your siblings, McCall? Anybody it, all, all of you are equally skilled. No, that no. is the most political bullcrap answer I've ever heard. Me, I'm the better driver yeah, of all there my it siblings. Is. There it is. All right, Bailey. Now, obviously, you're you're taking pointers from your sister, so you don't make the same mistakes, right? Yep. Good. There you go. Good, because let the record show. My brother thinks I'm a terrible driver, and I've crashed a car too. But I also haven't hit and killed a dog, so. Oh. I feel like the amount of cars you've totaled, though, kind of go against you. I've so. hurt no one except myself. <laughs> yeah. Well. That still means, you know, your car got wrecked. Punishment enough. Oh, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be scared of driving, Bailey. Totally okay. Totally. Totally fine. Yep. (laughs) Criticizing each other's driving is a whole lot of fun. You know, I really do enjoy driving. And for the most part, if I am going somewhere with people that are not Dustin, I will drive. Because I'm in a miss, it, but I'd rather, I think I'd prefer to drive. I'd rather drive. But I'd rather drive than, like, if we end up going with anybody else, I'd rather drive or be in the passenger seat because I can't sit in the back seat. I get really car sick. So, yeah. Tori McCall makes it adamant that she calls shotgun and that she's a poor loser when she doesn't get it. <laughs> I never not get it. See? See? <laughs> While we're on the subject of friends, friends are there for you in a lot of ways. Support. They show up to uh, prop you up whenever you're doing something. Uh, they pick you up when you're down, or maybe even help you when you are single and you're looking for someone to hopefully match up with. However, I think that 
idea and proposition isn't as good an idea as it's seemed to be made out more often than not. Right. And we can prove it to you. I feel like I could say with pretty supreme confidence, if you're a guy that has a friend that's a girl, (laughs) at some point, AJ McCall and VFX, you've said, hey... You know anyone you could set me up with? Well, of course. You've right. at least asked. Right. Maybe I haven't been super into Which like, hey, fine. I need you to set me up. But you, you have right. even, not even a friend's girl, maybe maybe one of your friends got married and a girl came in the group and now she's part of the group. Hey, you, set me up with that person. You've asked. Right. Right? I just feel like I'm not a guy. Whoa. I feel like this is guy code though because. Four. No, I just feel like it's guy code. Like it's just part of it. Yeah, like well, you just have to like, it's, it's like. Mandatory. The debate today with AJ McCall at VFX. If you're single, you must ask the person in the group that is of the gender that you are attracted to if they can set you up with somebody that they know. Uh, you're not wrong. I think especially Thank for you. guys, you think you think ah oh, yeah, it's it's just a thing. It's common, and I think it's sure. accepted everywhere. But here's the thing: <laughs> in my experience, okay, it is not. A good idea. It just doesn't work out. Right. And we'll look at the poll of the day. But what, what, what let's ask you, McCall, because obviously you're the girl and then have probably been in that position at least once or twice. Have you been asked by someone to set them up with someone you may know or not? Yes. And? Uh, I am never successful with it. <laughs> people, People always ask me, they're like, McCall, can you set me up with your single friends? I was like, first of all, I don't really like hang out with people. Like, I don't know what you guys think I do after work, but like I literally go home, I play with my dogs, I edit videos, and I eat gushers and whatever I want to. I meal prep. I clean my house. Okay. I'm a grown up. How about the hypothetical? (laughs) Clearly. Like. (laughs) How about the hypothetical if you had a really good uh, girlfriend and someone, say you had a decent guy friend at least, would you introduce him? Do you think it would go well? No. Because here's the deal. Here's the problem. I don't want to hook people up with each other and then have it be an ugly breakup and then I lose one or the other. Here's the deal. So a friend of mine refuses to call us, so I had her write (laughs) something out for me. Beautiful. So I always say there's in my best friends, there's me and there's four of us. There's me and three. And then Kim, who's now married to one of my best friends, came along. And so she's a girl. We're in college, right. so the rest of us that were single were like, "Well, if you know anyone, you, you know." Friends, you up this with is somebody. this is what she wrote. She said, "If I ever tried to bring a new girl in our friend circle, the guys would fight over them like a piece of meat, and yep. ended my friendships with both sides pretty quickly. Would rate zero of five stars. Correct, because that's the problem with it. Yep. Is you were like, oh, it would be great, and I think Kim herself would speak to that. That uh, when it worked, and your friend." came outside that was a girl and came into the group of guys. Right. It was great because you of could course. see both of them all the time because they were dating. But then when it inevitably goes bad, because let's be honest, it takes a few tries for most people before they find the right relationship. Well, now what the heck do you do? Yeah. N- nothing. Yeah. It's not a good idea. Yeah. It, uh, I, I don't imagine it to turn out well. Mm-mm. Um, and like I said, if I have friends that hit me up and they're like, hey, if you've got any single friends, let me know. Like, I appreciate the sentiment that you think that I have friends, but I don't. Like, my friends that I've acquired recently have been friends that are Dustin's friends that are married. Well, there you go. Then you're be like, I don't, have, I don't know any single people. Or. Just say that. Or I have really good single friends that I'm like, sorry. 
you don't, you're not standard. <laughs> You'll tell them that as opposed to lying to them? No, I won't. But I that's the problem. Say. That's the problem is that I'm like, you know, I got a couple of friends. Jesus, Paul. Spare their feelings. I got a couple of friends that are single that I think are just like the most fantastic things in the world. And I'm like, yeah, you just don't. You just don't reach their standards. And by that, I mean you don't reach the standard that I have set for them. McCall bringing the fire. Sorry. Good news, McCall. A lot of people agree with us. Does setting up your friends work? Palmer Home Furnishing Poll of the Day. Uh, 88% of people say train wreck. Almost nine-tenths of people say it's an absolute train wreck. It's not a good idea. If you're okay with not having that friend that you're asking to set up, set you up on a date with for the rest of your life, then I guess that's okay. Let's do it. If they're like a disposable friend, fine. (laughs) While we're on the subject of dating call, uh, pandemics made things interesting. There's a new trend in terms of a question that apparently is part of the early introductions that uh, we need to discuss. And what is it like to actually be out in the dating world? I don't know. Now, let me start by clarifying so nobody else has to for the Beezer Lock and Key debated date on VFX. Neither McCall nor myself find ourselves to be single in this pandemic. Not for any of it. There's no stretch, no day, none of that, right? Nope. Right, Kate taken care of. Yep. But we know people who are single in this pandemic, right? Right. And, oh boy, I think your single friends need a little sympathy. Doe, we discussed... Everyone agrees. Almost 90% of people in the poll of the day said setting up pe- friends with other friends, it just it doesn't work. It does not work. It's a train wreck. But uh, we got Jeff on the line who's got a story to share of a date he had recently. So, uh, Jeff, what happened? So, I recently went on a date with a girl that wanted me to pretty much maintain a six-foot distance from her at all, at all times. That'd be really awkward. Uh, yeah. It was a little bit different and... And I don't want to say weird, but just, uh, but just, but just, uh, different. I respected her decision enough, and uh, honestly, the date, the date, uh, really, uh, wasn't uh, too bad. Well, I guess she salvaged That's it, but good. My, am I the only one that has the initial question? Like, n- not to say you can't. Obviously, there should be connection. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and Jeff, Jeff hit on that. Thanks, Jeff. But I only want to like, if you're really gonna freak out about the distance thing, maybe, maybe. Not going out and meeting a stranger in public is necessarily the idea you should be going into. Right. I, I just, I'm with it. If that's your decision, I'm not making fun of you. I just, I don't understand like saying, hey, let's go on a date, but then freaking out about, okay, six, six feet away. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But that goes along with the new trend because according to dating apps, the new trend, one of the introduction questions like, what's your name? How old are you? What do you do? Is how serious have you taken the pandemic? <laughs> and have you gotten the antibody test? Those two questions have now become part of introductions in single life. Very interesting. Because antibody tests, you know, you got the antibodies. Most people assume at this point that can't catch COVID-19 again. Right. And how seriously did you take it? Is up to you, I guess. If you didn't take it seriously, you didn't take it seriously, great. We love to live life on the edge. Right. If you're freaking out about it, like it sounds like Jeff State was, and you probably want to hear, like, you know, I did a lot. I, I don't really go out a lot. I stay at home, hand sanitizer, mask, the whole thing. I think it's weird. I, I Yeah. <laughs> to be completely honest, I think it's weird. Like, you can't make the argument necessarily that life should just, like, single, like, should just pause for three, because it's a no. long time. But Right. 
I don't know. Like, I don't... Sure, you can have the conversation about it and be like, okay, so how seriously did you take it? Cool. You don't care about other people's lives. Blah, blah. Move on. Or, you know, cool. Well, just... You're in the same idea, brain mindset as me, and we don't really care. I, like, I think with Jeff's date, like if you're, do a Zoom call. FaceTime. 100%. You still see body language, still communicate. Right. You don't have to worry about it. Right. Order some food. Yeah. Order him food. Do a Zoom date. I'm with you. I, I, I'm i glad you shared the story because I was like... Uh, it's a little weird. <sighs> to be completely honest. That'd be a little, a little weird. Rough. A little rough. Yeah. So we've just... Slightly. <laughs> sympathy for the single people. Don't, yes. don't set them up because as no. everyone alluded to, everyone train wrecked. Yep. Not, the, a good, not a good call. For the debated date on VFX. We have someone else, McCall, that needs some advice. Friend advice, not dating advice. Hmm. That's to come. But uh, speaking of friends, I got an update on my friend that I told not to visit me. I may be the most terrible person in the world. Really? Yeah. Oh. AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, if you listen to the show this week, you know that earlier I needed some advice because a friend of mine was supposed to be flying in today. Right. Found out, like... Early this week, mid, in, during the weekend, his girlfriend had to get the COVID test. Right, right. And it was going to be a close call between her results and making the decision to fly out here. So everybody was telling me, right, probably better to be safe than yeah, sorry. Yeah, of course. Is your friend worth it if you get COVID-19? So told him, let's let's reschedule. Really sorry. So a friend was kind of annoyed, but luckily we're good friends, so he understood. Test what? results came back. Oh, no. She's negative. Oh, no. She doesn't have it. So now, technically, canceled the whole trip really for nothing. Right. Friend also Snapchatted me uh, yesterday that they're in a rec softball league. Uh-huh. First game, first at bat, gets a hit, runs the first base, twists ankle, 180 degrees, not broken, but in a boot and on crutches for the next few weeks. Oh, no. I feel like such a jerk. I was free. I got worked up about this because all the things going on. But I, I was like, I just better safe than sorry. Now, now there was nothing. Right now, he's hurt his ankle. We're not hanging out. I feel like a jerk. Uh, see, I think one of those things is your problem. But that's about it. You know, for someone who's always like, change your mood, improve your situation, you don't really give great advice consistently. No. I'm just saying, there's only one that I think you can control, so I'm just helping you to like narrow it down to the things that you can worry about, right? That is, that is the whole part of it. Maybe it's all you connected. Put him, Maybe put him two circles, if the okay? decision hadn't been changed, he wouldn't have twisted his ankle. Maybe it's more connected than that. Eh, I don't think so. Put it into two circles. What can you can control? What can't you control? You could control him coming, okay? You couldn't control him tripping like a fool and jacking up his ankle, right? Uh, it was, I felt terrible. You see that Snapchat. I was like, oh, hopefully it's something funny. Nope. So I'm a jerk, and I feel terrible. So uh, I don't know what there is to glean from this, but hopefully you make more informed decisions, I guess, than I did. Yeah. But man, do I feel like a d-bag so hopefully i could do better for someone else because actually mccall uh friend of the show needs some advice on a friend situation okay and luckily it's the aj mccall show because the aj part of managing friendships obviously this week kind of on the low end we I, I ain't doing so hot even as maybe there's a biff up on my end in terms of uh, my friends 
Whatever we can help out, we're always helpy, happy to helpy to do so. Helpy happy. AJ McCall at VFX. So our friend uh, AJ McCall has a situation he was hoping to get some advice for. Okay. So AJ, what's the deal? I have a friend who continues to say he's going to invite me to his house, but yet he never follows through. Ooh. How do I handle this? Do I tell him? And by the way, I'm going to see him tonight. Supposedly, he he made a commitment to see me tonight, but he continually stands me up. Mm. McCall, you're a friendship expert. No, I'm not. I don't have friends. <laughs> okay, well, how would you handle if someone that you wanted to be friends with invited you over to their house consistently and then canceled repeatedly? Invited me over or I invited them over? Because if somebody no, invited no, they me... they invite me over, but then they never follow through like, hey, we're going to hang out this night. And then, I, and, then there's, and then, for example, that day of, I confirmed that we're going to hang out that said night, but then they said, well, something might be coming up. I'll call you later on. And they never call me. How you tackle that one, McCall? Thank you, AJ. Let's see what we um, can do for him. Honestly, I think maybe he needs to send them a message just to like follow up. Because I, I understand that like as a friend you shouldn't have to, but it seems like it's kind of the beginning-ish stages of a friendship. Because otherwise you'd be like, dude, what's your deal? <laughs> and that's how it would go. Because like I feel confident I could say to AJ, what is your problem? Why are you not responding? And it'd be like, oh, okay. But like at the beginning of That's our fair. at That's the beginning good, of our friendship, call. I couldn't have done that because I wouldn't have felt confident or comfortable in that situation. So it's almost like you gotta treat it as like a client or like a business business agreement situation where you send them a message and say, Hey, I'm just following up. Are we still on for tonight at whatever? And if they don't respond, then you don't then you just know that that's like done. That's what I think he said. He said a little that's been happening multiple times. That's why I think he's concerned. So how many times does it have to happen, I guess, to put a number on it for Audrey? Three. I just say three is the charm. And then what? You just give up or you yeah. let them have it? Yeah. No, you just you just give up because really it's not worth like letting somebody have it over a possible friendship, you know, potential friendship. Because it's then it's just not worth the effort. You know what I mean? Dude. What is the deal? What is your problem? What is going on? Because like if if it were you and me, I'd totally send you a message and be like, "What is your problem? What what is wrong? Why? What what do you not like I just, me?" I just got a lot of stuff going on, McCall. See, and if that's the case, then that's fine. But it's like maybe you just need to have a breather for a minute. Well, I think a good thing to define then, and obviously, I think you're right. I think it's the early stages of the relationships. It's a good note on terms right. of how harsh you can go in so then where's the line among friends where's the mm. the friend breakup line Ooh, where is the friend line aj called in the aj mccall show need advice because he has a friend who keeps inviting him to do things tries to confirm with day off and gets ghosted day of and gets ghosted aj mccall on vfx so mccall in terms of uh let's call it trust currency okay i think it's the best way to phrase it is there a tipping point? Because obviously, as you become better and better friends, like you said with Ajay, it sounded like the friendship was a new one, and so right. you can't. So you're kind of building it. Be delicate, of course. Yeah, you you got to tread lightly. Whereas, if you're really good friends, you can kind of just be blunt about it. But is there yeah. a tipping point at some point where you've been friends long enough and it goes the other way? Because obviously, you're gonna have understanding, especially at this time. Right. We're in a pandemic and right. whatnot. But I would think also the the more friends you get, the more leeway you get, but also the less stepping out of bounds you'll tolerate. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. Less trust currency in that regard. Because like, I don't hear from my friends now, you know, you're working, you got right. a house, I get you got it. kids. You're busy. I got it. People are busy. But I'm also going to- We're all grownups. I'm not going to tolerate as much uh, stepping out of bounds, stepping into my no-no zones because we've been friends long enough that you should know better than that. Right. So where's the where's the friend breakup? Where's that line at? You know, I feel like in a lot of like friend type relationships, um, if you've been friends for X amount of time, you should know. I would think so. I feel like it's kind of like case by case, sort of. Um, however, I have had a couple of friends that have had like friend breakups recently. Uh-oh. And it's all based on... The dumbest of dumb <laughs> things, boys mostly. Um, we but, do that. Oh gosh, we do that. Oh my gosh, people. Okay, we do that. But I feel like in those kinds of situations, your friendship isn't isn't built on a, a super duper strong foundation. So I feel like it, it was. If like some dumb boy can break up your friendship, clearly you didn't have a good enough friendship in the first place. No, I think that's totally true. Uh, when I was in college, we we're talking about friends setting up friends yeah. before. There was a girl that I dated that uh, did some stepping out. So, needless to say, I wasn't happy about it. And then a friend of mine, a couple months later, ended up dating her, and I was upset about it. And of then course. we had been tightest of friends, and for eight months, just didn't talk. We're not friends, right? And then she stepped out on him. Ironic how that happened. Weird. And I was like, wow, he didn't deserve that, regardless of what I felt. And then right. we were tied again. We've been better since. But it, looking back, we're both like, this was in. It's entirely the, stupid. It's the dumbest of dumb it's the things. Dumbest argument to so, have. So so dumb. So I feel like when you have your level little like if you have like a friend breakup or something along those lines, um, and it depends on how long you've been friends for. I feel like if you've been friends for a long period of time, there's not really anything that is going to break it. You know what I mean? And if if you've been friends for a shorter period of time, maybe maybe only, I say, a couple of years, um, I think that that is more, I don't know, it's more of an option to be able to, like, push you over the edge. Does that you make know, sense? I tell you, my theory on my problem when in terms of making new friends is that my relationship, I'm so used to relationship with my good friends that we understand each other. We totally get if we don't hear from each other for a while. And then I get really bad because you need to be more attentive, obviously, with a new friendship because no one's going to be like, hey, let's be friends. And then you don't hear from them for a couple of days. Like, okay, I guess not. That's my problem. I don't water the seeds is is usually the phrase I use. Yeah, I'm bad at it because my other friends, they're full-grown flowers, trees, whatever, so they don't need the attention as much. They get it. But newer friendships, you got to be delicate. You got to be attentive, McCall. That's my problem. That's why I have... The same basically three friends I've had since high school, to be honest. AJ McCall on VFX. A bit of a throwback. You know what's coming back from your childhood, McCall. What? Tamagotchis. <gasps> Yay, Tamagotchi pets. I loved them. They, I killed mine. You, who didn't? Oops. E- either that or uh, you uh, had it for a little bit and then you forgot and you're like, crap. Yep. 
I had Neopets growing up. I was just gonna I was gonna ask that. I was like, no, nah, I'm not I yeah, had that. I love Neopets. And then they were like, I'm sure they're probably like starving right now. Oh, they're because super dead. I didn't, I don't remember I didn't my, take care of them. I don't even remember my password. Me so they're like I don't even remember crazy what the dead. email address was that I like sog- signed in with. So whatever. So for the, the Tamagotchis, they're supposed to launch on July twenty sixth. They're gonna be sixty bucks. Uh, pre-orders started, I believe, yesterday yeah. at your big retailers, Target, Amazon, Walmart, GameStop. Here's my question for you. So it, based on the pictures, it looks like it's set to return as the little egg keychain thing. Right. Which I guess is part of the appeal because that's what it was as a kid. But I think it's kind of dumb. Just make it an app. Well, you could make it an app, but also like it's the appeal of having that little keychain i think because it's the nostalgia dumb. side of it dumb. you're gonna lose it dumb well they may come out with an app also an app would just make way more sense i know you can't charge as much for it <laughs> but also the production would be late way less correct because you could just sell the app and then it's on your phone you know like everything else in life <laughs> shoot well maybe they just have all sorts of like leftover stuff from like the first launch so they're like well what are just we gonna, gonna do with gonna it retool and modify this yeah i don't know i they they look cool i'm not gonna buy one Right. But uh, I just, I after reading about it, I think it's dumb that it's not an app. I think it, it just make it an app. I think it would be cool to have it. Because it's just a little game. Like, I have Pokemon Go on my phone. It's right. the same thing. Right. Feed. <laughs> you know what I always hated? Because you always yeah. had to do those classes where you had one. Right. And then you couldn't figure out what the problem was. If you go to the bathroom, did you What's not sleep wrong? enough? Are you hungry? You know, like a real kid. Right. What is the problem? Uh, tell me. Speak. Help me to help you. Speak. Help me to help you. Help me to help you. Yep. <laughs> AJ McCall at VFX. That's exactly what Park Narc says. It's yeah. us. It's you, Narkers, helping us to help the valley because Correct. they catch bad people's parking. Let us know and then we shame them for it. Ta da. Now it's time to find who found the worst parking spot in the valley. Mm. The only case in human history where Narkers, sorry, snitches don't snitches. get stitches Correct. because they narc on bad parking. You get rewarded with good <sighs> karma. Park Narks with AJ McCall at VFX. Park Narks. Truly because the stakes really aren't that high. I mean, don't get no. me wrong. It's one of the biggest minor annoyances. Yeah. But the stakes aren't that high. And we're thankful to all our Narkers. Yes, of course we are. So, the competition this week is between nominee number one, mm-hmm. which is I Could See the Bus Better From Here. Obviously. Yet again, why wouldn't someone. I park here? So I'm I'm with you on your. We talked earlier about maybe getting someone, uh, getting some stickers that just say, "Hey, you need to uh, <laughs> maybe maybe park downgrade to a, downgrade a maybe moped. to a moped for a little bit. Yep. Until we uh, until we're sure they that have, you can handle it. They have special like parking for motorcycles and mopeds some places. So you know. Well, fine. yeah, because then can, you can master that small parking spot. Because occasionally we've seen Park Narc nominees yep. do exactly that. Park there even though they don't have them. So it's like they're, they're wishing for it. Oh, they're yeah. wishing for it. Oh, yeah. But the truth of the matter is that I think we need to go. We definitely need to do something with coloring book pages as well. Yes. That would be so fun. Lines are. Please color in between the lines. Complicated. And then you can upgrade to a car. Nominee number one is someone who instead of taking the angled parking just went straight into it. <laughs> so the, the line basically goes right Bro. under the car as they look at the buses. Yep. Nominee number two also doesn't understand lines. It's okay. And has the added effect too of their back halfing in the spot that's where the cart stall is. I mean, the car corral is parked crooked, right? 
Yeah. Which is, uh, they must have the utmost confidence or really just not care about their truck because really kind of asking to be door dinged, aren't you? Oh, yeah. A little, little side swipe action from a cart. Oh, yeah. But, McCall, what we saw is that the winning nominee is number one. <gasps> and apparently, even though I think two is the most annoying, uh-huh. a lot of people felt the fact that it's not actually a parking spot gave them a little bit more gray area in terms yeah. of how bad it was. Yeah. So congratulations to Narker number one. I could see the bus better from here. Wins you a gift card from Apple Spice. Mm-mm-mm, delicious. Utah's VFX, all social media, submit your Park Narc nominees because Monday we'll have two more go head-to-head against each other. So if you find terrible parking, safely, safely take a picture and send it to Utah's VFX. Ilium and John Bellion, then good things fall apart on VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette, the last thing the AJ and McCall show leaves you with. So, McCall... We want to leave them with something good, especially over the weekend. Right. So you got to think about it all weekend. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor on Facebook. That's where we pull from. Make sure you add us. So what did you pick? I landed on my friend Jake Stone's post. And this is something that I think is very important and impactful as we move forward on today. And it says, uh, you are personally responsible for becoming more ethical than the society you grew up in. I'd agree with that. Straight facts. My dad always told me that his goal as a parent was to start me, was that his goal was always to have me have a better life than he did. So his goal was to start me further ahead than where he started. And I think it's supposed to be the same thing as a society. Yes. Next next generation should benefit from the stuff that we learned. I land my friend Emily. Uh, this, <laughs> this one's for you, McCall. It's a uh, needlepoint, okay. some kind of stitchery. Yeah. Mercury's and Gatorade or some stuff. Yes. Yes. I live because Mercury is in Gatorade. Also, side note, there's a new moon happening on Sunday, okay? New moon, summer solstice, all at the same time. There's some crazy energy stuff happening this weekend, folks. Your moon magic update. You're welcome. You can win. Positivity, inspiration, thoughts for the weekend. Uh, Utah's VFX across all social media. It's how you get entered in for those Serenoni blanket giveaways we do. The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor. Find our social media, of course, across all social media. Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, etc. Utah'sVFX.com. If you miss anything from this week or past weeks, all the shows are up there. The blogs, music news. Get signed up for lunch with listeners. Or search for AJ and McCall uh, anywhere podcasts are. All the places. Facebook, Twitter, yep. Instagram. Yep. I got to tell you, McCall, I'm kind of glad to see the forecast cool down because I think this is the perfect temperature. It's cool enough at night. You can open the windows to cool down the house. You don't have to run the AC. No. No, because then I can't breathe in the mornings because that's what we did last night and my face is like congested Okay, we'll take some pre-allergy medicine. I already did that. It doesn't help. Okay, for me, I think it's perfect and then it's warm in the afternoon so you can still go out and do stuff. I love it because, man, that air conditioning, woo, that electric bill adds up pretty quick. That's yeah. how I figured out this past month. Yeah. <laughs> so until Monday for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.